0: Listener Production. This is a special podcast. This is not your normal jock and journo show. This is a celebration style episode because sitting in front of me is a man who has a smile like a split watermelon. He's smiling like a Cheshire cat.
1: Yeah, Cheshire cat. What is
0: that? It's a cat which is really happy. That is the voice of the six-time All-Australian, five-time best and fairest winner, and now a two-time... That sounds great. 2 time premiership player, <laughs> Scotty Penbury, the champ, the goat, whatever you want to call him. How are you, my friend? Congratulations. Yeah, thanks,
1: mate. No, well, it was funny, because I knew I would have been in this chair this week, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to be here <laughs> with the shoe on the other foot, because it hurts a lot, so I'm very happy to be here voice is a little bit <laughs> crackly Cactus. and um, yeah, I did the doorstop mad Monday when they said, oh, how are you feeling? I went to speak and my voice just was in <laughs> shatters and everyone just sort of laughed like, oh yeah, you sound real healthy. <sighs> so, nah, I'm uh, yeah, very,
0: very happy man. You're in Conor kind of McGregor mode, I think, at that point. There's so much to get through. The game, your unbelievable last quarter, the whole journey... And your celebration. I think we need to start with the past couple of days, Scotty, because it does look like, from what I've seen, you have lived it up, my friend. Have these been some of the most special days of your life celebrating with your premiership teammates?
1: Yeah, they've been amazing. Um, oh, I said, to, I was talking to, probably last night being Tuesday night was my quiet night. Like, mm. just sat at home, had a nice bottle of red, talking with Alex sort of just first time since I've been able to sit back and decompress a little bit and I just said it was like all the things I thought it would be was better like after the siren the emotion like Jack's running out onto the ground then Alex and Das like hugging them your teammates the lap of honor all that sort of stuff going back out onto the ground when no one was there and mm. we started our own Collingwood chant just all those <laughs> things were amazing so and then, yeah, just sharing it with your family and your nearest and dearest has just been so cool and I still feel like it hasn't sunk in and, um, yeah, know, there's still a few more days to enjoy, I think. Have you been reliving the game with the boys? Have you been saying, do you go back and say, mate, what about that? And when you did that? It- um, oh, We we had Mad Monday um, in Richmond and the game was actually on the big screen because they just had the Fox footy on, so there was, a, and it was just replaying and, It it was just background noise and we're all drinking and carrying on. The music was pumping and then Mm -hmm. sort of like three minutes to go in the last quarter, everyone had been – then it just went silent. Mm. The music went off and everyone (laughs) sort of watched and listened and – it's funny. We were all out of a bit to drink, so everyone was giving each other a little bit of crap. And I yes. got to stick that tackle, Nick, and watch the hips, and you know all that sort of stuff. But no, it was very. Uh, and there's a few funny moments with Billy France. And he gave a free kick away and gave the umpire. And everyone at the pub was just losing their mind with how funny because he was going so off. Nobody picked it up at the time. So yeah, it's um. It's nice to sit back and watch that close game knowing the, the outcome. The feeling of
0: it all, the joy, the elation. I was watching you on the final siren. Obviously, I mean, it's one of the best games I've ever seen. The tension and drama and the skill. Like so many moments, the Majecek goal, the two Zach Bailey goals, all of it, Hill, everything, an incredible game. And then the tension of the last quarter. And then I watched you on the final siren. I think you were um, deep in the back line at that point, pinned down again. <laughs> And you turned around and walked back to the goal and the Collingwood fans, and you put your you put your hands on your face, and then you put your hands in the air. And well, to describe what that moment was like, just was a I don't know, was it was a bit of relief,
1: uh, joy. Oh, I, and I said yeah, I said this to Alex. I was like I don't, I actually don't know what I was thinking. Like it just there was emotions everywhere of like we've done it. I didn't know if I'd ever get to do it again. I've worked so hard to just even give myself a chance, and then close game um and that's where all like the supporters were I knew our family and friends were there and it was just almost a bit of like a holy we've done it and just and then I sort of fell to the ground and just put the hands over my head and I was like I just I wasn't ready for it yet (laughs) and then I composed myself and I was like yeah this it was unbelievable and being in the
0: locker room afterwards when you had I don't know what just the players and staff and the coach what was that what was that like what was being said in those moments
1: um yeah, well, we all every like the whole footy club. Once sort of all the family and friends had left, you know, they were all heading back to get ready to go over to the the post game function. Just mm. getting together uh, in the change rooms. Um, yeah, we ticked off a couple of things that we had internally that we wanted to do. And um, what
0: does that what does that mean?
1: Well, there's a few things, themes that we had throughout the year and flies. has Can you give the, us a taste? You've already Fly, won the flag. Fly's got to be the guy who explains it, not me. Oh, um, God. There's a, a few things like, um, yeah, we'd- Take the we'd steps. Been, yeah, sort of the take the step stuff and um, making sure we were spray painting in the steps. So we had a ladder.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Right? And every time you got a win, we spray painted one part of the ladder. Yeah, And it worked out that we had filled one ladder from the regular season yep. full of spray paint. Uh-huh. And the next ladder we had, yep. it just so happened to be that if we had won enough games, the last one that was left was the grand final. Yeah, so that got spray painted yeah, after the that game, moment. and yeah, everyone was going off their heads. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so that that was just amazing, and that yep. was the take the step sort of theme for yep. for us. And then yeah, we all went back out on the grounds of the footy club with you know barely anyone there, and then sun, the all sun. had a massive circle and a song cup in the middle, mm. and yeah, those are the really special times. And then. Yeah, obviously went to the post game and Darcy Cameron did his best The Horses rendition with, mm-hmm. with Daryl and mm-hmm. the night was away. Um,
0: have you had any any moments in particular with the coach? Like uh, I'm sure – Oh,
1: would've... I think after the siren he just grabbed me and just said, I can love you, mate. Like, And it was, yeah, said the same thing back. And then yeah. Sunday just sitting around and just um, with him and Righty just talking about the journey. Yeah. And that's the fun stuff for me, like talking about how it yeah. happened. and. yeah. Um, all that sort of stuff. When the dust settles, we'll catch up and talk about the game and yep. all that sort of stuff, but more just being – like there was a stage there on Sunday when everyone was well and truly on their way where yep. there was a few of us just sitting there back watching and just sort of saying like this is mm. – sort of not this is why, but have a good have a look how much fun everyone's having. There's not a yeah. care in the world. Yep. Like what a group, what a club. Yep. How special is this? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I may have bought him a 90, 95 Grange as well on Sunday at some stage. The coach? say thank you. So wow. That's on the way to his house. It's not, that's a nice little gift. Yeah, it hurt the next day when I checked the credit card. No, <laughs> <That's laughs> no, nah, a... nah, it's all good. So, yeah, it's, uh, nah, it's very special. Five large on the coach. Um,
0: he, he deserved it, definitely. So do you have moments, have you had moments in the past couple of days where you've thought back to the game? Has there been... Have you sort of thought back to sort of particular moments? Um, because when Charlie – well, let's pick apart some of the things. Charlie Cameron kicks that goal. They go four points up, I think, with or two yeah. points up with four minutes to go. Yeah. What What on earth were you thinking? Because um, you guys looked like you had the game yeah. in your hold a little bit. Yeah.
1: Well, I felt like – like you know how my mind works. And this is what I was saying to a few of the boys. The hardest thing for me on Saturday night – was to sort of enjoy it because I'm so analytical mm. and I evaluate mm. everything. So all that was going through my mind on Saturday night is like I'm having a beer, I'm loving it, enjoying it. But I could, st- I still remember all the moments and yeah. what we could have done better and what I thought we did well and Jesus. all this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, just those discussions I have with people. <laughs> it's like I'm at some stage I'm going to let go of that and I'll be able to enjoy it. But mm. that's just how I work. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like we can talk about the game because I remember. I'll remember all of it, all the moments, all those things. So take me there. Cameron kicks a goal. I go a couple
0: points up, and you're yeah. in the next centre square.
1: Yeah. So we're walking. What are you back. saying at that point? So we're walking back, first thing, head check the bench. No signs up for either side, so I know there's five plus minutes to go. Yep. So I just grab Jordy, Nick, Coxie. He's like, we, "There's no don't, no panic here, no rush." Mm. Like. We don't need any hero plays mm-hmm. in terms of like if we got a mark on the back flanks, not just an automatic blind rip back in the middle like yep. we've got enough time to find a way to get a goal orchestrated and then nick turns around to me and goes oh do you want me to go half forward do you want me to get mitch in what do you like what do you want me to do and i said are you serious mm-hmm. you don't want to be a part of this yeah. it's up to you do you, to, do you want to be in or not and he goes, no, no 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 no. i'm in i'm in <laughs> um yeah then we just set up a play not like a, a little bit of a play that we wanted to try and run no different to every other center bounce and then Nick um, was able to get first touch over to me, got it forward. Then he's handball to Geordie. Geordie finishes. Nick Dacos gets it to Pendlebury. They go forward here, the magpies. Majercek, Gardner with a spoil. Here's Nick Dacos, oh. clever handball. Got it to Ngoi. Quick reply coming up. Oh, Jordan Ngoi! You can't believe it. Lead change, number 10. Collingwood hit the front come back in I was like well hey, hey boys that will do Like that will, that will do I know you need to score straight away but I'm happy with that and that was the power that he's sort of so synonymous for but that's to retake the lead oh it's huge Criticism. it's sort of funny because it's all it's like even it's the play itself like Mason winning that hit out puts it exactly where he wanted to put it yep um, and I don't know I've heard people say did we infringe on purpose was that deliberate nah, it was, I don't even know how it happened what was it for no idea yeah so like we, we definitely didn't plan that Um, But I I must admit, after the game, I thought, if you're ever down, you should deliberately give an infringement away. If you think you've got an advantage, because you're going to get a neutral ball up. Yes. And then it also made me think, it's like, why do we still bounce the ball? Time to go. What is the point of that? Mm. Did you see the start of the game? It's a traditional thing, yeah. How good was it? It's a traditional thing. first one went out to the wing. Yeah. Is yep. how good's that to the start of the yep. grand final? So you didn't deliberately do it, but no, you think didn't. round one next but, year Yeah, if round one. <laughs> If we need it and the bounce is still here, we can do it. <laughs> right? So that's it. Yeah, add that to the playbook. But, yes. And then, but the moments, like, Nick's handball in the air was amazing. Yep. And then it's like, oh, and then De- Degoe just finished the play. Mm. It's like Degoy almost fell over trying to adjust his feet to catch the handball. Yeah. Three steps running out to the boundary sort of way. Yep. And then just goes bang from 55 and the umpire doesn't move. Like, that is one of the best finishes yep. outside Zach Bailey's finish early in the first that I agree. you'll see. Yep. Some of the skill. Yeah. My, my check Wyatt. snap. My check snap. Like, yep. same thing, running the wrong way, quickly, pitter-patters the feet, gets yep. himself sorted, goal. Like, some of the skill, talent, yep. Yep. individual acts was just insane. So then you're in ice-the-clock mode at that moment, No, eh? then, then funnily enough. Because it's a steel goal next. Steal goal's up. So four points up, I think, at that stage.
0: Yeah.
1: I look over the bench. The fly said this. The rocker signs up. So that's... What's that mean? Ball 23 most goals history of the club. Yeah. It's like, we're scoring again. Yep. So, uh, and you see me, I sort of like put my hands out like, are you sure? Yes. And he's thumbs up. <laughs> so I'm like, all oh, right, let's go. So you're uh, going to score again. In yeah, that so we want to try and score again. Yep. And it was funny because throughout the year, that had traditionally been a Presty sign for us. So defence, be a bit more dour. Yep. Um... But I know Fly's so aggressive, and i love to see that he went aggressive. In the moment where you can blink, Yeah, he's like, nah, we're going for it again. So you're in, still in attack mode. Still in attack mode from the next centre bounce. Um, then the ball gets, like, bust out to the wing. <laughs> I look back over the bench, the Presti signs I've boys, had enough. So then, yeah, so then we just go into that mode of play, um, try and orchestrate a or loose behind the ball. Yep. Um, because you know their next scenario for Brisbane is going to be Territory back through the middle. Yep. Something's going to come through the middle and yep. then the the, the um, responsibility of that loose is to try and read those cues and yep. get up and, and stop that. The side bottom goal, did you think he had it in him? Uh, well, I didn't. I was 50-50 on it because he is a big kick. He just doesn't kick long around the ground, if you know what I mean. Like yep. He's more of a dinker, yep. chip pass guy. And then for some reason, whenever he wants to kick long, he kicks mongrel punts. Yep. With the whole stand on the mark thing, you can take – a Little bit of more yards at the last second because you'd go off your mark, yeah. and the player on the mark has to wait for the umpire to call play on. Yep. So if you go early, yeah, it's 50. Yeah, um, so yeah, so side, right. and then he hit it and he absolutely flushed it. Everyone's yep. like 52 meter kick, the ball went over the fence. Yep. Yeah, yeah, wow. absolutely nailed it.
0: Side bottom to land what could be the knockout blow. He's gonna have a shot, kick a barrel still. A four point lead to Collingwood, 4.38 on the clock. It's going to take absolutely everything Steele Sidebottom has got. Hits 50, drives at Sidebottom. Sidebottom drives it, and he bangs it home. What are we seeing in the G? Collingwood out by 10 points. Clock stops at 4.23, and Steele just goes whooshka from 53.
1: Turned to me and celebrated, jumped into me, nearly knocked me clean over. He picked me up and held me, and then I thought we had the game. Like I was like, right, I think we're pretty good here. So then we went back into another, a different mode of play that we like to go into at that stage where it's mm-hmm. sort of the fly talks about, but kill the clock, yep. ice the clock. Yep. Bulk stoppages, keep the ball in. Tight. Um, and we did it. We did it really well. I think, I think I don't know if it was before that steel goal or whatever, like Crispy had a mark where he was going to probably have a shot from 60. Mm-hmm. He would have had to kick it from inside the square. And he went back, he took 20 seconds, 25 seconds, then went wide to Howie. Yep. That, probably, that there saved us probably 55 seconds to a minute, yep. which we didn't have to play at the end of the game. Yep. And that's why we always talk about it's important to play those moments and those yep. minutes. What about your last quarter, mate? Um, so the game's up for grabs when you head back out there to start the last quarter. I don't know,
0: what was it, 11 possessions you had, zero turnovers? I've watched a lot of your footy. I reckon that kick on the, from the half-back flank, you danced around McCluggage the and then went inboard and hit Guineven in the middle, the front end of the square. I don't know. You've had a lot of good kicks in your time. have seen a few of them. That was right up there, I thought. I know his kick forward then, I think, went to Harris Andrews or so it, it got turned <laughs> we over. We
1: laughed about that. It's like, it was, yeah, I hit Guinea in the middle and he had Bobby Hill versus Starcevich. One on one inside fifty. Who's hot? Yep. The only place you can't kick it is on Bobby's head. Yeah. And the only place we kicked it was on Bobby's <laughs> head. So we had a bit of a laugh about that. I said, mate, you could have just you could have grubbed that along the ground. Would have been Bobby better. Would have been. Yeah. <laughs> right. But no, it was. Um. Yeah, I remember that bit of play because I'd gone sort of just off the stoppage because we were obviously in. Um, oh no, I think I'd just come back on. Got the ball. And I remember because Brisbane likes straight line play mm-hmm. and got it. And I looked up and I seen like a lot of their numbers out there sort of tried to cut back inside, got back inside. And I sort of think, what, what are my options here? And I seen Guinea at the last second back in the middle and yeah, just went for it. And um, luckily enough, it come off. And then I said, we, we probably should have scored off the back of it because he had another runner out wide. But um, yeah, the last quarter, I, just, I feel like a while ago, the fitness boss sort of said to me that in the last quarters, he wanted to prep me from about, I think it was probably three or four rounds to go Mm -hmm. to be able to play whole last quarters. Really? So from that point on, because I think by about round 18, we'd sewn up top four. I think a couple of weeks later, sewn up top two. So the last three or four weeks of the season, I was playing as close to as much of the whole last quarter as possible. And he's like, this is all about getting you ready to play if we need you, a whole last quarter in a row. Wow. Um, I actually did come off for about a minute or two minutes right at the start of the last quarter. I said to him, I just need one quick one early and then then I'll be right to go the whole last quarter. So, um, yeah, so that was the sort of the plan that we had in place and it's just funny how it works out that I was able to play that pretty much majority of the last quarter. Just, it's not so much for the last quarter for me in terms of like trying to get the ball. It's just that, like some of the setting up stuff and that, that, we need mm. um, comes from the midfield and he just wants to make sure that I was out there to be able to help orchestrate that. Coach out on the ground, they've said it a
0: lot. That's exactly what played out. You had yeah, to dance around McCluggage, I think, up near the forward flank as well. He fell for the left hand. I mean, we talk about this a lot, but you put out the little candy and he's been doing this 383 times, they fall you know, for it every time. You know what was time.
1: crazy about that bit of play? What? That shot that Nick oh, Dacos had, yeah. that was going in And he hit the, from post. the boundary. It hit Harris Andrews' hand hmm. on the, like, if his hand wasn't there, that's a goal. That would have been the most ridiculous goal probably since his dad kicked the opener in 1990. That was nuts. Yeah. Right foot. He just absolutely hammered it like a gunshot <laughs> off his foot. He hit it that hard. McCluggy certainly
0: um, was struggling to lay a glove on you at that point. Did you, as the game played out, did you
1: realise how good it was? Like, no, I didn't. So I did the um, Channel 7 stuff after the game and it was with Daisy and and Hamish mm. and... Before we went on, I said to Hamish, was that like a good game to watch or not really? Like, because you're just so... What did he say? He goes, mate. Yeah. And I was thinking, oh, which, was it like pretty crap? Or, yeah. <laughs> he goes, mate, I've had like 50 messages, That best grand final I've ever seen. I think it could be the best game I've ever seen. And I was sort of like, oh, that's awesome to hear because like... Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, you just don't know. There's a couple of times I looked up, I think, especially in that second quarter and third quarter where I felt like we were like playing really good footy, but they were deadly inside 50. Like they did not miss. They took... So many opportunities, Mm. even half opportunities, they just kept finishing off. And I looked at the scoreboard and I was like, you know, Mm. they're 9-1 we're 9-9. Yeah. Third quarter, we had a few bits of play where point, point, point. Even the Bo McCurry run where it was running through the middle. Yeah. We had numbers, kicks it inside to Jamie, misses him by a metre. And we had like Bobby, the next guy as well that was out. Like that's just got to be a score. Yeah. Got nothing. And I was just thinking a little bit was like, please don't be that side who – Blew it in front of goals because you did everything else right and we blew it in front of goals. And um, But, yeah, luckily enough, we we took the chances after that. And so what about? you been on the other
0: end of the grand finals, right? 2011, obviously, Geelong. 2018, West Coast, you lost. You've had some other close finals losses. So what was going on in between your ears? What was your mindset, your mentality throughout that last quarter? Are you thinking like... I just not a get, you know, well, like I, we've
1: got to win it. i come off in the last, so when I come off in the last quarter, the phone come down to me and it was Hayden Skipworth and usually it's like, hey, make sure we're picking up this at centre bounce and he just got the phone and he goes, Pendles, he goes, this is your moment. He's you are the best leader on the field. Like, gave me this massive pump up on the phone. Yep. And he goes, now go and do it. Go and execute it. How'd you feel? Oh, it pumped me up. It made me feel amazing. Skippy. And, um, yeah, so I was like that, yeah, Empowering It just Yeah It, was just, it wasn't just. was a message of like Read this, do this It just sort of like Pumped me up Heaps And I was like That feels good to run Run back <laughs> on like a 6 foot 8 um, so, and yeah, so you took those, charge All those little moments That help mm. guys And um, Yeah To be honest In that last quarter It just felt I felt like I was on a knife edge mm. Like the game was But it was, it was just like Just do my job mm-hmm. Like do your bit Do your job Don't sit there And watch this game unfold Go and play this game And make sure that we have that cup. So, yeah, and I just, and I feel like there's so many. Like, Sidey's last quarter was amazing. Yeah. That bit of play where Charlie Cameron hit Howie late, cracked a few yep. ribs. Yep. Like, that bit of play where Sidey actually gets that ground ball, like, yep. that was chaos. Yep. Charlie's pressuring him, handballs over to Howie, Howie exits, gets hit. Like, those moments were just massive. Mm-hmm. So, were you getting goosebumps out on the ground? Do you get the tingles? Nah, you don't get that because as soon as, like, as soon as he exits that ball, it's like I'm on my bike, I know where I've got to be next. So like, you're just like up and down the field, up and down, up yeah. and down, and you're just exhausted. Like, yeah. and that's said so the family after the game, they're like, Oh, you know, we're sitting down. It's just like, Oh, so this is amazing, but I am like knackered, I'm knackered now. Like, just put everything on the line. And as you said, I've been in Brisbane shoes, and when we were getting our medals and celebrating. I looked over at them and I was—I know what that feels like. I've been in mm. that position, and it hurts so much. Mm. You know, you almost feel like you want to dig a tunnel on the MCG and just get out of there mm. um, because it's like 2018. It's like everyone will talk about this as being one of the best grand finals. Same with 2018, best grand final. But for them, they never want to hear about it. Yeah. want to know about it, and they—they they will. They'll probably watch parts of it and learn from it, like we tried to. But we just—you just know how hard it is to get back on that stage. We uh, we got some other teammates to talk about in a sec, but we talked about um, the words
0: inside your jumper. Spoke to Bobby Hill after the game. He was pressure king. We know uh, Braden
1: Maynard, competitive beast. Coach Craig McRae, forty four sons. Did you hear about the Flyers' story pre-game when he told us? Tell us. So he he said he said he's going to get a bit emotional about this. So how before? How long is this before? No, game? like this is the start of the game. Uh, in his pre-game address. Yeah, now gonna a bit of, Yeah, going to get a bit emotional about this. And I was like, I don't know where this is going. Mm. And he's like, inside my Polo shirt, I've had 44 sons all year. Mm. So you boys. And he started to tear up a Did little bit. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Wow. And that's like, how amazing is that? And then he goes, and I just want to let you know. And he put the screen, I've had another son. And he's, and everyone's going off and we're all going off and I'll sit next to Scoot Soward, and it's like, Maggie McRae. Mm. I, just I was like, Maggie's a bit of a strange name for a boy, don't you think? And <laughs> yeah. I was like, it might be, yeah, may, maybe it's like in, it's coming. Yeah. Like, Maggie. And then I was like, Collingwood magpies. I'm like, oh it's a, it's a funny one for a son, but yes, well done, Fly, well done. Yeah. And then everyone stopped the rut and he goes, Oh, sorry, boys, actually it's a daughter. Oh. <laughs> and then everyone laughed again and um yeah, the, the tension fell straight out of the room and yep. um into that sort of joyful space that he talks about. So Money's that was gags. It. That was probably like and it's probably one of his funniest ones for the year without even knowing it. So, um, yeah, so it was a good moment to have with him pre-game and yeah. just shows, you know, grand finals. He's already said, like, this is the best day of my life already. Yeah. Regardless of what happens today, this is the best day of my life already. Yeah. Did that take some of the tension out oh, of it? It takes all of it. You could feel it drop out of the room. Really? Like with the laughter. Like, well, because when you're laughing, how happy do you feel? Yeah. You don't laugh when you're sad, do you? You've done it all year. Yeah, and that's exactly – and everyone had a smile on their face and – yeah, it was amazing. You,
0: a month ago, we asked you what was I asked you what was on your inside of your jumper.
1: You said you couldn't tell us yet. Now that you've lifted the cup, yes. surely. Yeah, I can. So, obviously, a big role model of mine is Kobe Bryant. So it's a guy that I've admired, I loved, like shed shed a tear when he passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, so inside my jumper, I have Mumba mentality, mm-hmm. um, and that to me just means trying to be better every day, trying to. Like, no matter how how old you are, whatever, always striving to be better, competitive at everything you do, mm. um, yeah, and just win, try and win mm. at everything. Mm. Um, so that was inside my jumper, and I showed you that mm-hmm. a couple of days ago, and I told my brothers about it, and they mm. all sort of laughed. and like, geez, I never thought of that, but it makes sense, because like, that's, you know, a big idol of mine, so yes. that was – that was mine inside my jumper. In hindsight, I'm unsurprised. Yeah.
0: Um, but Kobe had that real sort of ruthlessness to him. And, and the age link is appropriate because he was doing incredible things in the twilight of his career still, which is certainly still the space um, you're operating in. So was that – did you have a process with that? Would you have a look at the word?
1: Did it mean anything
0: to you when you put it on? Well,
1: it was you... funny because you wear two grand final jumpers. Do you? Yeah, you wear two, so you swap at half time and um, – In the first half, I looked down and it wasn't in it. And I thought, what the, what's this? All year we've had this and we don't have it. And then the second, third quarter, because I'm a big pull the front of the jumper down, wipe the face. I pulled it down I see the mamba mentality and um, so it felt better in the second half. No it was there with me and close to my chest. scooped it out to Lipinski. Bobby Hill's got three in the first half. Oh, nearly took the mark. Spins around Bobby. Goal number four. Four goals. Bobby Hill. Extraordinary scenes. He is turning it on on the biggest stage of all.
0: What about the game of your Norm Smith medalist, Bobby Hill? You know he had
1: that in his... He'd been good in a couple of the other finals, but that was something else. Yeah, well, I I thought if we could play the game how we wanted the game, sort of on our terms, not on Brisbane terms. Mm. More we'll chaos get, off the line. More chaos, not as much straight line stuff. And the straight line stuff, not so much for Brisbane. But we had been straight lines in finals. So like Melbourne, were a bit too much straight lines. Giants, straight lines. Getting caught in the, just a bit of the pressure of the game and just, oh, we're under the pump. Let's just kick it long and straight. And we don't have the biggest forward line and with they're not playing yeah. as well. So we, don't, we can't afford to do that. So let's be, in a way, let's be safer and play how we play instead of being dumb and playing how opposition want us to play. Mm. So I probably didn't think Bobby would kick four, but I knew the scoreboard for us would tick over, regardless if it was the wingers getting more involved or a high forwards on the open side getting more involved, whatever it was. But yeah, from the moment he got that first goal, that bow chipped over to him and then the hanger in the sun, all those things, I just knew it was his day. And it was mm. funny talking to him after the game. He said he watched Silrioli highlights the night before the game. Mm-hmm. And that sort of set him up for the day, and mm. I just thought that was so cool. Mm. Yeah, I, I think Nikki Day cost have seven, Bobby. Yes. We well, he had that, seven.
0: that one early in the last quarter which drifted a bit left. Yeah. Um, and he passed it to you it to for your set shot. Third. Yeah. Now, as you lined up for that kick... What was, were you thinking? I was thinking in my head, I'm like, look, he's a gun, this bloke. But over the journey, it's been... That's tiny question mark.
1: Well, for, on, on because that. Because you right, are a
0: better kick set shot. I'm a, oh, you're a better I'm kick, kick on the I'm run.
1: percent But before before that happened, I heard Bobby say to Steele, mm. should I set shot or snap this? Mm. And to me, that doesn't reek of confidence <laughs> when you're asking that. So mm. sort of thought, I was like, oh, if I can get. A little chip inside here, if everyone switches off, I yep. know he'll pass this because he's not confident. Yes. And he said after the game to me, he's like, oh, I was so not confident of taking that shot because yes. i had been missing them all pre-game. Yes. And it just happened to be that a few Brisbane lines sort of parted ways and I ducked Healed in off. there. But as, a, as Shaquille O'Neal used to say... He makes them when they count. And that's what I thought <laughs> with well, that set shot. And the reference there is Shaq is a very poor three-three shooter, shooter and I'm not a great set shot kick for goal. And you did uh,
0: do the double fist pump when you kicked that Trademark. Sort of, you let you let it go. You absolutely let it go and you kicked it um, straight and the Collingwood faithful were uh, absolutely gone uh, bananas. Now, Billy Frampton, the ball did seem to bounce off his chest a couple of times, Billy, and I was sort of wondering what sort of game he was having. But then the strategy of it becomes clear because I was hosting a function before the game and I asked Simon Goodwin, the Melbourne coach, I said, um, what do you think happens today? He said, I reckon Brisbane wins. I said, do you think it's a Norm Smith medalist? He thinks, I think it'll be Harris Andrews. He said, he's going to have a huge influence
1: on this one. And you play Billy Frampton. Tell us about his role. Yeah. So his role was, um, and it was really clear early for everyone. It was obviously to try and nullify yep. Harris. He gets himself in a great spot, probably similar to a Darcy Moore. They get yourself in a, Great spot. Pressure on the footy. High ball comes in. Bank brick wall. Can't mark it. And yeah, watching parts of the game back, I didn't realise early how many good looks Billy Frampton had. Like he almost marked a couple on him. Could, could have kicked a couple of goals. He could have kicked two or three. Um, late dro- in ca- the he third. A couple, yeah. Late in the third, he dropped like a chest or like one right in front of his eyes. Yeah. But what I loved was early the tackle on Harris Andrews. The pushing, get into him. Like let let him know that I'm going to be by your side all day. Yeah. And for the most part, he stopped that brick wall. And that, that's how they generate their extra number. Is Usually Harris just slides off the open side forwards. Yeah. And then that's how they're, there's their extra. Yeah. So we were able to equalize that with Billy just going, you just go everywhere. Yeah. There's an early play come in. It was actually really funny, but it was, it was like Harris was the forward because mm. Billy was always trying to get behind him. The mm. ball come in, you see Billy run up and spoil it as a forward and Harris <laughs> is trying to mark it as the back. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was very all those things are... Um, yeah, all those roles and stuff like that add to yep. why you get the job done. And did you have a
0: moment with Darcy Moore? I mean, obviously, you passed the baton as captain to him. He, he's uh, been an inspirational leader for you right throughout. So really it really connected, an empathetic tone. You know, you've had a lot to do with him. Um, and even from the scenes, with him walking up the race, We've seen over the journey the Nathan Buckley very serious stare and blah, 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 and he, he walks up the race, he's bouncing around, big smile on his face. You know, he's he's very much doing in his own way, and, yeah. I, and I love that.
1: Yeah. And that was one of the things I said to him when I handed it over. He's like, I'm not going to be a guy who stands on your toes, who stands over your shoulder and gives you all this advice. It's yeah. your, your team. You lead this group how you want to lead it, and yeah. I'll be the guy that's behind you the whole way. Yeah. And the only time I was stern with him all year was grand final parade. Mm. So said, do not let go of that cup Mm -hmm. until Harris Andrew lets go of that cup. And you can ask Darcy about this. He goes, oh, he said to me the other day on Mad Monday, he goes, oh, "Oh, you know, all year he's like, you've let me just do it. And he goes, the only time you were really strong with me. And I was thinking, oh, no, when was this? Yeah. He goes, you just said, do not let go of that cup. Yep. Hold on to that thing for as long as I said, even if it's really awkward, just hold it. Which is what Maxie did with Reeval. Yeah. And 18, I let go first. Oh. Because I was like, that is, I was like, as if that matters. Yeah. It was just funny. So, but no, he's been awesome. And as I said to him, I was so happy to see him up on there with Fly and Mm. holding the cup. And Mm. because the journey that he's gone through too with some injuries and, Mm. you know, his ankle was the size of a balloon all week going into the grand final trying to get that right to play. Was it? Yeah, it was massive. So, like, even just trying to get out there, like, he rolled it pretty badly in the prelim. And so, he did a great effort. It was a great effort to get out there. Great effort to get out there. So, it was just, yeah. And the hamstring stuff that he's gone through and mm-hmm. 18 missing out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's just great stories everywhere.
0: What about your back, Scott? Can we talk about that? It's been something you've carried uh, throughout
1: over September. Um, explain what happened with that earlier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I had a, um, I had a back injury... After the Essendon game, I just after post halftime that Essendon game, I could barely move. You played forward, got sent forward, <laughs> played forward, and did the worst job you'll ever see. I went to jump for a ball, and I reckon I went down. Um, but yeah, so I just had that real bad back for two weeks going into the Melbourne game, so I couldn't train for two weeks. I just could not open up. I couldn't run, um, and I obviously I played the Melbourne game, but even in that game, I could just feel that I couldn't. You couldn't hit top speed, and every time you did, you'd just automatically almost slow straight back down. And I've dealt with bad backs before, and mm. I knew it was just a time thing. It would come back, and it would yeah. get back under me, but I just felt like I was disjointed from my upper body to my lower body. Moving like a grandpa. Yes, absolutely. And I was the, I was the only guy for that two-week prep that barely trained. Mm. Our fitness guy was showing us before the Marvin game why we were ready to play. And he's like, you know, there's only one guy who hasn't done – you know every single session, blah blah blah, and I was like, oh mm. no, that's me because I've barely, mm. barely got out there. So um, yeah, the I rate just rate remember it. thinking like, my back has been so good for so long now. Why now? Don't like, do it. Why? What did I do wrong? Like, why is this yeah. hit me now? Yeah, and then luckily enough, we won that Melbourne game, which was pretty big for. The club and um, obviously Nick was able to get back in time, and I just knew after winning that that I had enough time that I would be cherry ripe mm. for the prelim and the rest of the year. But mm-hmm. not ideal preparation when you are uh, when you make the finals. Well done, mate! It wasn't bothering you in the last
0: quarter on that Saturday, that's for sure. Um, you dressed up as Conor McKenna?
1: I saw, I saw a little no, social... No, peaky, peaky Blinders. Oh, Peaky Blinders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So tell us, what,
0: what, what oh, were you there's, doing?
1: There's, in? Yeah, there's the the running gag with the Conor McGregor stuff that you might have seen on the social media. Yeah. It's like, like, so obviously, I'm a big UFC fan. Yes. Love Conor. Yes. And last year at the Mad Monday or the Wacky Wednesday, they yeah. put the song on and I do the walkout. Yes. you know, I get the Vaseline, they put the mouth guard you like do Conor the strata and you do the, the big thing that he do in the ring. and yes. then. This year they got me up as part of Mad Monday. I'd to do like a couple little drinks for, um, you know, I think it's like a games thing that I might have gone through or whatever. And then yep. they stitched me up. Everyone was waiting and the Conor McGregor song come on. <laughs> <laughs> They've got me here. So tried to put a bit more mayo on it this year. And you gave it everything. Got it everything and got the, the Bruzzy was doing the fake Vaseline and Tommy Wilson put the mouth guard in and <laughs> I was yeah, yeah. So a bit of fun. So. I feel like that's uh, yeah. Now that I've done that twice, it means probably I'm going to have to keep doing that twice I say it's all
0: over. <laughs> <Who laughs> nah, no,
1: good fun. It was best on? It was. It uh, was best. Oh, on? Darcy Cameron's been good since it finished. Yeah, getting up there, seeing horses, and then on Sunday mm. he was on Scoot's Selwood shoulders, and yeah, yeah. It's um, but yeah, it's best. Uh, the the best thing about it all is just the group has been together mm. every single day. Yeah all together, yep. doing it, and it's just been really fun.
0: About the absolute heartbreak for a couple of guys. I mean, I, uh, t- I, I watched Taylor Adams on the ground afterwards, and he was bawling his eyes out, bawling. Yeah. And I just can't imagine being in his position. I know Taylor a little bit, and I think he's an absolute ripping fella. And I don't reckon there's anyone that this would hurt
1: more than him, because he's just oh, all in. Yeah, and he's been part of what we've been building for yes. so long. and. Um, and that's why the the premiership medal sort of argument. Like I think if you've played a game that year, you deserve A senior game. Yeah, because you've helped contribute throughout that season and yeah, like I felt for for Tay, for Nobes, for Dan McStay, like Dan's final series was amazing for us. Yeah. Like kicked two goals in each finals when we'd kicked eight goals a game. Yeah. Like he's contributing twenty five percent of our score and yeah. You lose a key forward going into finals. It's not an ideal prep. So um, but yeah, for us it was just trying to be respectful of them as well, and make sure they feel really a part of it because they are—they're a huge mm-hmm. reason why we're here. And yeah, they didn't get to play, but they mean so much to the group. And um, but it'd be so hard to be in their shoes because you know that what do you what they do you, would just be hurting. What do you so say much. to them? What do you say to them? Uh, to them? credit to those guys is they didn't make it about themselves. They like you know I, I think I've told you, like when Dan did his knee, the first thing he did the next day was told us he'd done his knee. But if we need anything, let him know. He'll help whatever you you know this is what they don't like or whatever it is and selfless tay does his hamstring mm. um can't get up has some awareness puts mm. his hand up says like i'm not right to go even just that putting your hand up and saying i'm not right to go as much as you'd he had every right to probably go no nah, i'm going to give myself another three days I won't say anything it's the prestige influence yeah and then even murph in the game comes back out mm. said how are you oh, i passed a concussion test i passed a concussion test something like great sweet he's right to go and then a minute later, he's got the dock over. He's like, oh, no, I've got blurry vision. He's like, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I, I, can't, I can't go. He went to the back stalls and balled. Yeah, yeah. And I went gone over to Murph and said, mate. You did. You Don't worry. Like, you're okay. Like, thanks for putting the team first. We've got you. Mm. We'll get it done. Mm. And then Lipper comes in and, like, mm. his influence was profound mm. in the game. Hot day. He can run all day. Like, Wheels. It's pretty big. But when you think about, like, you've lost Taylor Adams, one of the best front half players in the comp statistically yep. for the year doesn't get to play damn he stay mm. one of your you know in form key fours then you lose Murph one of your better system defenders in Murph like mm. there's three big mm. people that aren't there mm. so the the stories are sort of everywhere and um, yeah that's what I said it's a. and Fly has been amazing and the club has just looking after everyone at the whole footy club and making sure that we all enjoy this together. We've got to finish up, mate, and uh, we could listen to you talk about it
0: forever. But what about – I thought it was incredible after the game all the partners and girlfriends, kids, come onto the field, which is a bit of a a different thing. I don't think we've seen that as much. We've seen it in lesser amounts, I reckon, but this was really pronounced, more pronounced. And so Alex, your wife, comes onto the field. You've got Jackson Darcy, your two kids – and uh, you know it was a must have been a really special moment for you, as it yeah. would have been for for all the players. They've been on you with this ride, which has required so much sacrifice and dedication yeah. and quiet Saturday nights for your whole career. Yeah, why?
1: Well, what I, was that like? I remember, they were sort of standing on the boundary, hmm. and I was like, I don't know if they're allowed on here or not. But I was just like, get, <laughs> get out <laughs> of here. Yeah, and it was just special, as you said. Like, like Alex probably had the most boring September of anyone. Like, do we go out for dinner? No. Yeah. Do you want to watch a movie? No. Do you want to do this? No. Like everything was just all about um, doing this and getting it right. And um, yeah, I just said to her, like, this is amazing. Like the amount of sacrifice you have to do to allow me to do this. And you know, this is my dream. Yeah. But it's like, it's, you're much of part of this as anyone and the family and the kids. And then even when we were getting the medals, I was sort of peering through and just watching all the kids play with the confetti and run around and their red faces from how much fun they were having and mm. having photos with the cup. And mm. I think it just signified to me, like you can talk about the stuff you want to do. Mm. It's like I feel like we're actually doing the stuff we say we are. Yeah. We're a family club. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you've seen that after the siren, like all the kids, all the partners, all. Yeah. Everyone was involved. The everyone rooms. was celebrated. The rooms. The staff was in the song. The, the song, like everyone. It's about, yeah, because it's so much more than just the 23. And I heard Fly say, "the, the did he get a medal for the premiership coach or something? Yeah he said, I don't feel comfortable wearing it because it's not about me. It's about all the coaches, all the staff, all mm-hmm. the club. And I feel like... Well, assistants don't get one, do they? Nah. No. And that's what I mean. I feel like this is a our club won the premiership, not yeah. 23 guys and a coach. Yeah. So it's, that's why it's so special.
0: <laughs> Gives me goosebumps listening, mate. You guys are the men in the arena. Talk.
1: Oh, hold on. How did, how did you go? The old two stories, close game.
0: I did the Norm Smith medalist. Um, which which in the end became about How Bobby Hill watched Sewell reality highlights On yeah, Saturday yeah, morning yeah, yeah. And then lit up Lit it up like the Hawthorne champ did Went into Norm Smith in 2015 It was an incredible game To think he's overcome Testicular cancer um, He lost his auntie yeah, the, That month of ago. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago So Isaac Smith Lost his grandfather The year before So oh, it's just in, you know incredible The storylines The inspiration He says to me he's, he's got a We're in the rooms It's charging I've just seen you sing the song twice yeah. Right like, oh, I'm, I'm buzzing. Like, I've yeah. been in losing grand final rooms before, yeah, yeah. and it's horrific. It's so, yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone's just crying, right? Yeah. And then you're on the flip side of the coin, and to see you and the guys jump around and the emotion, like, oh, I don't know, it's, it's just a really special time. And anyway, so then you got to try and grab a player. Yeah. As their family, amongst all their family, you don't want to be disrespectful. He grabbed Bobby, said, mate, um, we just need two minutes. He's got the. He's with Andrew Cracker, yeah, yeah, you know, and and would say, you know, tell us about it. And he told us about his morning and losing his auntie. And but he, he says, Look, I know she was looking down on me today. Like, how can you yeah, not yeah, be yeah.
1: emotional? Like,
0: I'm like, Oh yeah. my god, I just want to give him a hug in that point. So, you know, that's for her, sort of thing, like, yeah. incredible. But to know all the set of, you know, the dedication and uh, sacrifice you put into it, mate, and to be able to climb the mountain again, it'd be a hot day in January. I'd be going to the tennis and having a couple of apparoles. I said, hey, mate, what are you doing today? be like, oh, I've just done you know, 25 hill sprints up some deal. And it doesn't seem like a lot of fun, but that's all the sacrifice and commitment that goes into it. Now, now you're rightly being talked about as the greatest magpie of all time. I know you wouldn't have tapped into that conversation yet. The incredibly large honour... You know what my thoughts are on individual stuff. No, I do. Doesn't it? That's why we like, we, yeah. we talk about that stuff. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's always funny, the individual narrative of our game. Like, because it doesn't... Ultimately, the best feeling you're ever going to get is what I got on Saturday. Together. Together. Yeah. Like, who do you... Say if I... You know, are you one of the best players of all time? Like, what do you have, a reunion for that or something? <laughs> so <it doesn't laughs> on your bo- own. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> like, I can't... I, like... Even today, I got a message from the 2010 boys. Did you just sorting out the reunion, boys? What are we doing? Yeah, beautiful. It's like 23. What are we doing? Like it's a team. I play this for a team sport. So as yeah. you said, the individual stories and stuff yeah. doesn't doesn't interest me. It's yeah. not why I do it. Yeah. Are we going again on the Jock and journal podcast? We might save that for the first episode
0: next year if it happens as we wrap up. Is there anything? Whether it be, I don't know. I mean, I imagine what it's like waking up the next morning and you have that first thought, like, I've got to go to work today, I've got to do such and such. You woke up and thought, we won the premiership yesterday.
1: Mine was probably the, because I've seen it back, is watching when the siren goes, still side bottom. Yeah, you and him. Oh no! Just did you see him? Oh. So he was sprinting so hard to obviously get into position. Yeah. And then the siren goes, and then the just change in facial expressions, and ah. then the arms out. Yes. He did another about 150 meter sprint, but just that. I was watching you. That uh, that emotion of when the siren goes is yeah. just yeah, it's just something that you just can't explain to people, and that's my um, yeah, that will sit with me forever. Uh, incredible, mate. Um,
0: it was a uh, incredible game. You guys have. <laughs> Definitely enjoyed yourselves over the past few years, uh, past few, a few days, days, which I think is uh, absolutely brilliant. And Collingwood fans are going to celebrate this long and hard, mate. Not only over the summer, um, but for every year. It was an unbelievable grand final. Um, how many days you give yourself off before you start thinking about moving again?
1: Um, no, I've got to move in the next couple of days. No, I have to move. You going to go for a jog? Day. I'll go for a run in the next few days. I Have to move. Just, yeah, makes me feel good. So oh. I'll move. Well, mate, it's been an absolute delight
0: to be able to go through or uh, reflect back on the game. Incredible triumph for yourself. It was one of your best ever performances, I reckon, from the circumstances. Go back and watch that last quarter, not sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure every possession hit their target as the Pies triumphed over the Brisbane Lions for the last time this year, Scotty Pendlebury. Congratulations, mate. Thank you, mate. Well done. And who fun. knows, we might have another chat early next year. Absolutely. Thanks, mate. For those who are listening, thanks for listening and um, we'll go watch the replay. Cheers. Bye Thank bye-bye. You. Listener.